It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies <laughs> podcast, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers, you can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets. That's if your team wins, and only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter, and I'm having a rough morning so far. Your team is in the World Series no one wants to hear it, but go ahead. I will we'll give you an opportunity. Okay, okay. So this is a day of wardrobe malfunctions right now. I Right before I came down to the studio, the strap of my tank top broke. It's now taped onto my body with band-aids from the first aid kit because I work in an office with boys and no one has safety pins. I have them in my car, but you didn't ask me. You heard that commotion and you didn't... I, I didn't immediately jump. Oh, obviously safety pins are the solution. I, I don't... No, I, that's not my world, necessarily. <laughs> but then I think the biggest wardrobe malfunction happening right now might be... Do we have the picture? <laughs> my socks? <laughs> might about, be Patrick's socks? If I put my feet up, <laughs> look like I got some cankles going on there. That is not a good filter for my, my calves. You are not making any money selling them feet pics, that's for sure. This is the new DNVR <laughs> City Connect socks. You can only see those over on the DNVR Sports <laughs> channel on youtube hey Susie, happy 15th anniversary to the one world series game in 2007 where the rockies actually held a lead oh my let's God. go let's go that is that is rough that yeah. is rough first inning early lead it was a different world rockies were only down one nothing that must have been just like the <laughs> pinnacle of the fandom yeah. all of the excitement leading up to the world series and like having a lead in the first inning yeah that's the pinnacle of being a rockies fan like you'll never get oh, any higher it. than that ever <laughs> 2007 was was the time mm -hmm. to be alive for sure yeah, early uh, first inning run. Willie Tavares got hit by pitch. Matt Holiday singled. Helton RBI ground out. They held that lead for about three innings thanks to Ubaldo Jimenez, the great Ubaldo Jimenez. Boston tied in the fourth, took the lead in the fifth. And then what happened? And then that was it. That was it. They still <laughs> played two more games. Props to Matt Holiday who did go four for four in game two there. So that's pretty nice. Have to talk about it because if the team's not going to talk about it, somebody does. Someone has to. So we're still celebrating over here a little let's bit. Celebrate. Let's celebrate. Trying to. We'll just, yeah. We'll, yes. <laughs> we're, we're squinting and going, well, they did play in the game. Hey, Rockies do go back to uh, Fenway this year. Yeah, I was just talking about right. it this morning and like, yeah, June it's like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday series. Is that a good time? Is it so June? The temperature's starting to turn, so that'll it's, that'll it's, be fine. It's it's good weather in Boston. Is it? Would it be better to play the Red Sox at Fenway, like early in the week, like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is better? Obviously, there's probably pros and cons for both. But you, mm. with some experience in Boston, is it better to just have it maybe a little more subdued during the week? Is you know better? what? I I feel like Fenway's never really subdued. I was actually last time the Rockies were at Fenway, I was there. I like drove up from Connecticut, hour and a half drive. It was freezing out. I think it was like spring already too. Uh, but it was, those were weekday games. I wish they were weekend games. That would have been easier, but they were weekday yeah. games. And but yeah, that was it was popping there for a Rockies Red Sox baseball game. Look, there's there's a big contingency of Rockies fans apparently. <laughs> In the Northeast, that's why their AA affiliate is out there. Yeah. I think, again, we're squinting here to try to try to make sense of it all. Um, I'm trying to make sense of the Phillies. And, and look, we're, we'll talk about the World Series. We still have, what, 72 more hours? We still, ha we still have so much time to talk about the World Series. But yeah, I think you think the Phillies maybe partied a little too hard? 
Perhaps. Perhaps. I, I want to I, talk about that. I want to talk about Dusty Baker, uh, some other little fallout mm-hmm. things from the League Championship Series. But yeah, let's start there. They they went hard like you won had just won the World Series. N- not not a, not a full send. Mm-hmm. Definitely a half send. Houston, I mean for them it's kind of old hat, so they're they're a little more subdued. Mm-hmm. But the Phillies went fairly hard. I don't know. Is that does that concern you at all? Is it? More than it should be. I feel like it would be weird if they didn't go hard. The okay. one thing that I took issue with was Kyle Schwarber riding a mechanical bull because you were just asking for an injury. If he yes. injured himself on that mechanical bull, oh my gosh, we would have torn him apart. Post-World Series, do whatever the hell you want. Climb the pole. Which <laughs> member of the 26-man <laughs> roster is going to climb a buttery pole? That's good stuff. Not just Robin. that. Stick your face in, a, in like a pile of horse poop. Like yeah. when the Phillies won the World uh, Super Bowl. That I, happened in I'm Philadelphia. Down. That was disgusting, and uh, no one condones that. No. That was no, just that one was, dude. But that was a Philly thing. <laughs> that was just one dude. That's not a Philly thing. That is a him thing. Um, Don't make that a Philly um, thing. That's a Philly thing in my head. I will always remember that. I that actually never thing. remember it. I choose to forget it every time <laughs> someone talks about it. No, but that that that's the best part right there. That was, you know, drinking heavily. All right, fine. You know, that happens. Some teams are going to do more than others. Smoking cigars uh, blatantly uh, in the open, which, again, you're going to do if you win a championship. They didn't win a championship. They won a pennant. They won the league. And I also hear there are guys in there smoking cigarettes in the locker room, which is which is like... Well, what's the difference between a cigar and cigarettes? But it's just kind of weird it's and funny. Just, well, like when you think <laughs> of celebrations, you do often think of cigars. Like that is a celebration yes. accessory. But like cigarettes is just like, screw it. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, congratulations. You, you, your child is born uh, healthy, 10 toes, 10 Here's fingers. Here's a Marlboro Light. Here's a pack of Marlboro Reds. Exactly right. Like, n- no, you don't. That That's really strange. But with Schwarber, when you, the first like five seconds of it, the bull is just slightly like gyrating in a way that like it's to, it's rhythmic to the music, and Schwarber's going with it. I'm like, nice job, bull operator, for making sure that it's like calm, cool, copacetic, and then it starts doing some bull type things, and I'm like, no, 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 what are you doing? Shut this thing down. Not good. We you you got to be cautious. There. There's a video on Twitter from yeah. someone's Instagram story. Yeah, they uh, they went fairly hard so uh not necessarily too concerned they've got plenty of time to recover they have lots of time to recover but they i mean how are they going to even top that now at this point i don't know they will first of all kyle schwarber i would bet my money he is the most likely to climb a pole wow you think he's that dexterous he has that much dexterity i don't think you need to be i think if you needed to be dexterous i don't know if so many people in Philly would do it. Bryson, stop. My money's on the rookie. I got. I want a small guy, a middle infielder. That's that's who I think I'm going to go with. Maybe an Edmundo Sosa. I'm going to middle infield, middle of the diamond type situation. Shorts maybe, up. Maybe Brandon Marsh. I, was, I think. You know what? He's scrap. He looks scrappy that's what to I'm me. Saying. He yes. looks real real scrappy. You got to have some scrap. If you're a power hitting corner infielder, outfielder, I don't like your chances that much. You know what? I I, I feel like Alec Bohm could climb a pole. Maybe. I think he could. Yeah, he, he's got. He, he, did you see how fired up he was? Did you see the video specifically? How fired up Alec Bohm was? I thought he was going to explode when Bryce Harper hit that home run. Yeah, he was. He was pumped. The, I think he could. I think that adrenaline would like make him fly up that pole. Could I? Could, I could see that. I yeah, could, and, yeah. And, and especially if you have a stronger guy underneath you, just pushing you up the pole. That's going to get you up like, at least halfway, giving you a boost. Mm-hmm. You know, cheerleader style. You know, and and cheerleader style. That exactly. could be uh, that could be the way to go. Yeah, Nick Castellanos was you know getting down with his dancing uh, in the clubhouse. So that was great to see. You know, Phillies again. They are they are six seed. They they barely snuck into the postseason. Do you have an issue with the playoff format when a team that is the sixth best mm-hmm. in the league goes to the World Series and you got a three three one hundred win teams who don't. Is there, is there a problem with this format? Not that there's six teams, but just how it lays out. What, have you had thoughts about this yet? Because it's strange. It, it seemed normal in the American League, mm-hmm. in, in a sense. And again, there's upsets that are going to happen. But to have a five versus a six, you don't ideally want that. Is there anything you could tweak to, to possibly prevent that? I don't know. Also, I mean, I just I don't take issue with it just because... You know, we all have long seasons. The NL East is, like, so good, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
two of those two teams had more than a hundred wins in that division. So, you know, I don't. I, I think getting the first round by is, tough, is supposed yeah. to be a benefit, and I don't know that it is all that much. I don't think it's necessarily. a benefit. Yeah, because we saw what was it? Just two teams? Was it three teams that yep. had the buy? Um, that did not two, two from each league, two. and then yeah, the, the two in the uh, in the American League Yankees. No, I mean and Houston um, went on. Yeah, no, that's yeah. And then in the NL, yeah, um, you had uh, Atlanta and, and the Dodgers getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. And so you know, back when you had just the one game playoff with the wild card. Ideally, you've got uh, those two wildcard teams blowing their best pitcher early on that game, which weakens them for the next round and makes them less likely to uh, to go on and make a run as we had seen, you know, prior to the the wildcard game. So many wildcard teams uh, making a deep run into the postseason. But also, you know, on paper, you go, oh, yeah, your, your best pitcher is going to go in the wildcard game. But if you're just trying to make the postseason in the first place you're not able to line up your rotation to have your ace going in the wild card game. Yeah. It's just, hey, who's who's the guy that lines up? That's, I guess, kind of who we're going to go with. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know that there's uh, there's any way to, to do it better. I, I like the idea that the two lowest wild card teams, in this case it was both the Padres and Phils, they don't get a home game in the first round. So they're, they're on the road. And the Phillies, I mean, again, if you look at the road that the Phillies had to the World Series, sure – you know, they didn't have to play against the Dodgers, but again, they were on the road a lot. And so they were able to overcome that. So they deserve it. The, the, if you've got a problem with the postseason format, then you, you essentially have a problem with the fact that there are six teams getting the postseason. It's going to happen. If you have a problem with this postseason format, you have a problem with fun. I think this has been such a fun postseason. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely been good. Is uh, We were talking about this before. We went on air. Is uh, if <laughs> if there's any reason, oh my god, to root for the Astros <laughs> because it very much seems like nobody is rooting for the Astros. I feel at like all. some people are rooting for Dusty Baker That's and it. him alone. But then, right. yeah, here comes in hot today, right before the show, says to my face to that face. he is not rooting for the Phillies to win because of one thing that he saw on the internet. Do you want to explain yourself, you hear? Yes, there's actually a tweet that you sent me, and I'll show it to the people. Uh, this is the reason why. If you so this tweet reads, every time a Philadelphia baseball team wins the World Series, a financial crisis happens. So look at the, you know, you look at the numbers. The Philadelphia Athletics won a World Series in 1929, right before the Great Depression. The Phillies won the World Series in 1980. The Phillies won again in 2008. Here's my argument to this. First of all, there have been other athletics championships that, like, whoever tweeted this just chose to leave out. Patrick, we'll get to that in a second, because he, of course, is an encyclopedia of every World Series ever. But my argument is we're already in a financial crisis. So technically, technically, the Philadelphia Phillies are owed a World Series. What if we're in a financial problem and then it becomes a crisis because the Phillies win? Well, look, I don't I don't think any of us are uh, are. Our financiers <laughs> to know the difference between those two things. I thought the, I thought the bubble burst on the housing market in 2007 more so than 2008. So, exactly. Patrick, um, thank you. There's that element. And what year did the Phillies win? 2007, right? 2008. 2008. Was it 2008? Yeah, it was in 2007. Well, I remember 2008. I'm too young to remember. And what, and what do you know that. about the uh, our nation's economy here uh, back in 1910, 1911, and 1913 when the Philadelphia Athletics won? I know uh, it was bad. That's all I know. I... I I'll say this to, to end on somewhat of a high note. Their manager, Connie Mack, mm-hmm. the, the, the only, to my knowledge, yes, the only manager, he, he didn't wear a uniform. He, he wore a suit. And so he, he couldn't <laughs> go out on the field. That, they, that's the reason why managers wear the uniform. If you don't, you can't cross the line to make your pitching change. Granted, there are some managers that go out with just a hooded sweatshirt. As long as you're wearing the pants. But yes, yeah, so he wore... I didn't even realize that that was yeah. a, a rule. Yes. Um, so why would he wear? And he was a former player too. Yeah. That was the kind of guy he was. But huh. the best part about Connie Mack, besides the fact that most wins for a manager all time, most losses for a manager all time, his real name, all time greatest real name, Cornelius McGillicuddy, Connie Mack. <laughs> That's a name. Is that great? That's a good name. That's a great. Yeah. 
That's a great name. We'll call you by any name when you walk into the DNVR bar. Very much like Cheers. You know, it's like, hey, Norm, hey, you're here, Susie. Like, we know you. We know you. When you come down to the corner of Colfax in York, uh, it's the spot to be for all the watch parties. Uh, even when it's not, you know, we've got Colorado sports going on every single day. You get price breaks uh, on uh, on all our wonderful tailgates. If you're out in London or or I don't know if we're making like the pins and the exclusive shirt drops and all that stuff available yet, you may have to be out there uh, to get a part of that. But if you're a member to the DNVR.com, only 50 cents for your first month. You're getting price breaks on that. Extra raffle tickets at all of our watch parties with an annual membership. You get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. And, of course, access to that members-only Discord where if we talk about something on the pod and we aren't able to get into all the details, if you ask us there, we'll go ahead and, and give you the the inside deets. As all to the off-the-record stuff. All the off-the-record stuff <laughs> that we kind of only dip our toes into on that uh make make sure don't dip your toes full send into game time and game time tickets uh you can download their app but if you go through our link in the uh, description for the podcast or the youtube show uh that helps us out in a major way you can help yourself out by getting tickets up to 60 percent off of that face value and you can do it really close up into tip off puck drop the start of a concert, whatever it may be. It's going to hook you up and get seats on the 50-yard line, courtside behind home plate. It's really fantastic. I've, I've been using them for years, so uh, I was really stoked when I found out that we'd be partnering with them because, hey, look, if you use their stuff, uh, it makes it all the more better. And uh, use the link in our description. Uh, as we said, you, you can go to these games, especially if you're in downtown and there's something popping off at Ball Arena and you just kind of want to hang out, you want to feel the vibes in the pregame, before you know it, you could be walking into the arena at a very discounted rate. Do That's you, what Game Time allows you to do. Do you want to know what World Series tickets look like right now on Game Time? I have not thought to check. I would say Game One in Houston, the lowest seat is going to be three seventy-five. And what do you think the price for the lowest Ooh. seat for Monday, October? 31st, Game 3 in Philadelphia. That is going to be more. In Houston, they've been to the World Series before, so it's like, all right, pick your battles there a little bit. Maybe you wait for Game 6 or 7 when they're going to lock it up. But in Philly, that's a big deal. I'm going to bump that price up to 525 Okay, you are so far off. So the lowest <laughs> price for Game 1 in Houston, 531 Whoa, That's in Houston. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Um, for game three in Philadelphia, the lowest ticket right now is $1,138. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So I'm going broke. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to be shelling out a lot of cash this week. You may have to do that. Someone buy me a drink because <laughs> I need it. <laughs> but again, with game time, you can wait until first pitch. And so I'm I will be doing that. I will be doing that. And that's that. the thing, because most of the other apps, you can't do that. So no. that's like the benefit of just the waiting game. It, it could be an anxiety game, too, for, play the game. for these mega moments like this. But I guarantee you, it'll be way less than that price right now when you wait and use game time. Susie, make sure you use the link in our description as well. <laughs> you know I will. Um, so if that's the price on game time, can you just imagine it everywhere else? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, exactly. Game time no is already thanks. the cheapest. Like. That's crazy. Exactly right. Uh, and what's also crazy is these insurance companies because they do not want to help you out. If you've got injuries, medical bills, lost income, property damage, whatever that disruption is going to be in your life. But the folks over at Travel Legal Offices, they do care. They are going to help you out with that. They are a family-run law firm, experienced in Colorado personal injury cases and insurance disputes. Travis Legal Offices has attorneys that were educated locally at DU and CU law firms. And as a staff of more than 35 years of experience in handling these kind of personal injury cases. So call Travis Legal Offices today at 303-766-8766 for free consultation on your personal injury matter. That is 303-766-8766. You can also reach out 24-7 on the web at travislegaloffices.com. Get that matter taken care of nice and easy. The, uh, the folks here at DNVR Rockies on Twitter they have Houston winning the World Series. I'm fighting everyone. That, Every that's single the one of our followers show up at the bar. I am going to fight you. I'll say this. 
a few days, actually <laughs> five days ago, we put it out. Okay, who's gonna win in the who's gonna win the World Series of the four teams remaining mm-hmm. in the League Championship Series? Philly did get twenty seven percent of the vote. That was second most to the Astros, fifty six percent. So even before okay. it, it became a a anti Philly thing or whatever it may be. Houston was uh, the heavy favorite. Game one and two are going to be on Friday and Saturday in Houston. Mm-hmm. Day off on Sunday so you can watch your football. Thanks, MLB. Uh, games three, four, and five in Philadelphia, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then uh, day off on Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday of next week, games six and seven in Houston. All of those games, 6.03, Mountain Daylight Time. Yes. 8 mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern Time. It'll be dark. That's, that's kind of late for a Philly game to start. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That is, for that's the World late. Se- that's for the World Series, they, they, those games typically start <laughs> at, course, at 8, yeah. which is, you're right, yeah, normally, um, I'm not sure what team like has like the latest start times. Like I feel like 7.15 is probably one of the latest, uh, in, that, we, in that time range. Yeah. Like, like if you're in Seattle, 7.15 might be the latest. If you're in Boston, 7.15, in that time zone, mm-hmm. usually you don't go past 15 minutes. Past Do the Rockies have 7.15 starts or 7.20 starts when we start? A um, later they I actually their home games are usually uh, what six no, usually, and six forty five. But not always. Six forty five, I think, is the latest that they would had previously gone with. I don't know. I don't, I think, don't think they think usually so. have seven o'clock games. I don't know. You have to check that out from the uh, the upcoming schedule. But uh, yeah. yeah, everyone is. They think Houston will win, but everyone kind of wants the Phillies to win. Unless you're listening to propaganda that you saw on. <laughs> on Twitter. Yes. My whole personality gonna... is just social media, just so you know. <laughs> like it's half TikTok and half Twitter. I have nothing else. Also, if me. you're spelling World Series in lowercase letters, I, I'm not sorry. Can't trust you. Can't no, trust you. No, I can trust them. I, you know why? Because they're thinking so fast or they're not thinking about proper punctuation. That's the sign of a smart person. Oh, you know what? That is a good argument, but... It's a good argument for a bad argument. Look, correlation. I will die on this hill, even if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I will watch you die on this hill. It's personal now. (laughs) Correlation does not mean causation. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Voice of reason. And of course, that has everything to do with Joey Gallo, because uh, the Yankees, before they had traded Joey Gallo at the deadline, they were 70 and 34. So quick math. Two to one uh, wins to losses, so uh, better than a six sixty seven winning percentage. After they traded him, they were thirty two and thirty three. <laughs> but Joey Gallo is not very good for the Yankees, so it, that again, it's just a toxic situation all around. Correlation, not causation. Uh, in the Padres <laughs> aftermath, Austin Nola was asked uh, about you know how or when or if he'll congratulate his brother Aaron Nola on going to the World Series. He said, quote, I love my brother, but I have to let those emotions pass before I even talk to him. I'm going to congratulate him, but not right now. Hell no. You know what? I appreciate his honesty. Oh yeah. I appreciate him being like, listen, you can be happy for someone, but also like still be working through your own disappointment. Yeah. yeah you can that, be both things. And that was Sunday night. So I mean like, yeah, I'm not immediately like I'm. I'm gonna shower first, I think, decompress. Maybe after I have you know brunch tomorrow. I'm assuming he's not getting up early for breakfast. It's mm-hmm. gonna be more of a brunch on the day after getting eliminated from the postseason. Do you think he has brunch with his parents after the day after? Brunch one with his parents them. in Philly. Just just one, maybe. Maybe <laughs> just the mom. I think the dad's gonna be too hyped. Actually, yeah, I could honestly see. Has anyone checked in on AJ Nola to see how he's doing? <laughs> He's got a kid going to the World Series. I think he's going to be all right. But, like, you saw how stressed he was when Austin got a hit off of Aaron. That's true. He was stressed. So I can't imagine that he was happy. Like, he must have been feeling so many emotions. I'm a little little maybe saddened with with the Padres being eliminated because I feel like this could potentially hurt book sales of Joe Musgrove's coffee table book of all his Polaroid pictures. Have you seen that? Like <laughs> no! he's going around taking Polaroids. That's adorable. He's got like a, like a whole wall of them or something. I think The Athletic might have uh, written a little bit about that. So oh, Joe wait, Musgrove's actually, coffee table book. Is he actually doing a coffee table book or is this a bit no, that you're doing? No, this is, look, this is a pitch that I'm doing. Again, <laughs> I would like to help ghostwrite Joe Musgrove's coffee table book all about the 2022 season. I'm here. I can do some writing. Why not? <laughs> Ghost write his book of pictures. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 
I absolutely. I actually think didn't his parents own a coffee shop in the San Diego area? Because he's from there. He is. Yeah, he's a he's so. the hometown kid. So that would that makes almost too much sense. That's adorable. Um, uh, Ethan does say the other athletic championships were right before World War One. Phillies baseball is bad omen all around. All right, okay. now I trust Ethan. Ethan's Ethan's a diehard. I do trust him. So, Ethan, if you are saying that, that does give a little bit of credence. Uh, although Frank the Tank uh, does want you to know, Houston will be sweeping the World Series, Susie. Frank, I careful, am careful with this. Literally one in a fight with everyone right now. I'm feeling under attack, and for what? Yeah. And for what? Now, Susie, the 2009 World Series, Phillies were in it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't win it. That's why maybe the economy bounced back, according to some. Stop uh, spreading this rhetoric. Theorists. <laughs> um, do you realize there's actually somebody that who part, uh, that participated in the 2009 World Series? They are going to participate in this World Series with the Phillies. How about that? Who? Yes. A young, now old and veteran, David Robertson. He was with the Yankees in 2009. Oh, my and he's goodness. Back. He is back. How about that? 13 years between World Series appearances. Perfect timing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Good for him. I think that's pretty neat. Um, also, thanks to our homegirl, not officially because I don't. Know, have you ever met Sarah Langs? I have. We you went have. to a Yarkos game together. Uh, and she's <laughs> everyone. I, everyone in Connecticut knows each other. If if they're if they're friends with you or they're friends with me, then they're friends of the pod officially. Mm-hmm. So our yeah, friend, friend the pod. our friend Sarah Langs did put out there that uh, the win differential. This is interesting between the Phillies. And the Astros is 19 games, like between how many games they won in the regular season, mm-hmm. 87 for the Phils and 106 for the Astros. That's the second most ever by two World Series competitors, second only behind the 1906 World Series. Uh, that was between two clubs in Chicago, the White Sox and Cubs. That must have been a fun time. White Sox had lost. 23, or rather they won 23 less games than the Cubs. And yet, who won that World Series? The Chicago White Sox. So that gives hope mm-hmm. to the Phillies and their minus 19 win differential against... Knock on wood. The trash throws. The, the trash asterisks. Throws. The asterisks. Yeah. That is how they're known. Did you uh, did you see Michael Kay, who is a, is a broadcaster for the yeah. Yankees, the Yankees going in hard on the Yankees' ownership? Oh no! Please tell me what he was saying because well, I can't imagine it was it was nice. No, well, you know, he he did talk a little bit about uh, what well, we we had discussed yesterday the idea of um, about Aaron Boone going away from not only his ace and Garrett Cole but the top three relievers in his bullpen and going with Lou Trevino. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no hate on him, but making that decision there in a big spot. Uh, everything with their shortstop situation and uh, Isaiah Kiner Falefa and mm-hmm. taking him out of the starting lineup and then putting him in there so late and and some of these young guys not really necessarily setting them up for success all season long that being kind of uh, part of the narrative of of the coaching staff and the job that Aaron Boone did and the fact that and everyone's saying it the Astros are the class of baseball right now and, and certainly the American League and the Yankees have to decide what they are going to do because if they stand pat okay, great, they're, they're going to have a winning record next year, and okay, great, they'll probably make the postseason. Maybe they can even make the ALCS yet again, but they are not going to get past the Houston Astros, so they need, maybe need to make some changes and kind of oust their guy, Brian Cashman, who's been in charge for 25 years as the general manager. He's the longest mm-hmm. uh, tenured GM in all of baseball. He was an assistant GM um, back when uh, they won their first World Series in uh, 1996. So he's he's been there for all of it. And, you know, maybe it's a it's a time for some some more significant changes. Yeah. I mean, not that I get all of my news from memes, but I did see a <laughs> chart of the members of the Yankees front office who have been there forever. And, uh, you know, looking at that, it's like, you know, if things aren't working out and people have been there forever, maybe things are getting a little stagnant there. Maybe they need a lot of fresh, fresh blood in there. You might. Yeah. Is and that the expression? <laughs> you need a lot of fresh blood in there. Is that? Yeah. Thomas Edison. Uh, that's one of his favorite famous quotes. Um, <laughs> the great uh, economic uh, theologian, Thomas Edison. No, but, and then you get, the, you get the Mets cross town who now are willing to spend money, whereas the Yankees have been, you know, a little, uh, a little bit moderate <laughs> for, for what the Yankees usually are. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, and so, yeah, Michael K. kind of going in hard there and got to respect him for that. Um, because, you know, he could just be a homer in that way. But 
no, he uh, he said some uh, some things that might not make everybody smile if uh, you're part of the ownership group like uh, Hal and Hank Steinbrenner. But we are smiling because, of course, we went to Green Mountain Dental Group. There we go. Only 15 minutes outside of downtown <laughs> Denver. Tell them that the DNVR sports team sent you, and you're going to get $300 discount off on a full orthodontics treatment if you're a new patient. Or you can get a free set of bleach trays, a $350 value. That's what I've used. It was fantastic. Didn't let me down. Uh, didn't have any like tooth sensitivity or anything. When I used it, it, it came out better. I was slightly skeptical. Green Mountain Dental Group said, trust us. And that's exactly what I did. And they did not let me down. Neither did their bleach trays. Uh, you get that when you have a uh, new patient cleaning exam and x-ray at Green Mountain Dental Group. They've been taking care of us for years. So uh, make sure you reach out to them as well. Athletic Greens, man, taking great care of us. We got these morning shows, but you know what? We get the gut health in a very good spot with those 75 high-quality vitamins. Look, Vitamins Vasquez over there, he loves it behind the board. Uh, I'm uh, I'm loving my probiotics patty over here. And, of course, we've got whole food sourced superfood hunter. <laughs> a little clunky on that one. We'll work on that nickname. That was the worst one, but I do like probiotics patty a lot. High-quality hunter. Because that's what you get, 75 of those high-quality vitamins there it is. and more in just one scoop. That's it. And it actually tastes very good. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing about it. I love Athletic Greens. It, it tastes so good that even when I'm done drinking it, I like refill it you, all the way up to the top so I can get like those last little, little trace last elements bits. so I can get all 75, not 74, but 75 <laughs> with, uh, with a re refill. And they're going to hook you up right now because uh, you're going to get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC. ROC, of course, the first three letters of Rockies. That let them know that Patrick and Susie sent you. Again, athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So as you said, Susie, Dusty Baker is the guy that I think you're rooting for if they win a World Series. Mm -hmm. Hey, okay, and then you can ignore the fact that the Phillies maybe uh, didn't win the World Series, or you can ignore the fact that some of the guys who were still there during the... You think uh, there's a scenario where I would ignore that the Phillies didn't win the World Series? Well, you may have to. For mental health purposes, no? <laughs> you have to kind of block it out no, no, at least no. a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just tackle it. Full. If that's what happens, well, first of all, you're going to be stuck with a very unhappy Sue's but also this is why I have a therapist that's good that's yeah. healthy yeah same here same yeah. here it, it it does wonders I mean you know I cover the Rockies for <laughs> most of the year so do you have a financial advisor if they do win you hear shut up <laughs> <laughs> alright listen to this by the way you guys told me to put a mic on I was happy You're to right, be in my did. corner <laughs> cut his we mic you hear I, cut your ears, Mike. I am the architect of my own misery. <laughs> the architect of chaos. Is what you are. All right, listen to this. Get get this. It was the last day of the regular season, and Dodgers left, left fielder Dusty Baker, that's right, he was a big leaguer, mm -hmm. uh, came up at 19 years old. He had just gone deep off of the Astros' J.R. Richard, a very good pitcher uh, during his time. Uh, in the 70s and 80s. It was Baker's 30th home run, making the Dodgers the first team in history to have four sluggers, Baker, third baseman Ron Say, first baseman Steve Garvey, now fielder Reggie Smith, with at least 30 homers each. It was a wild and triumphant moment and a good omen as the Dodgers headed to the playoffs. Glenn Burke, uh, who was he was not an openly gay player, but he was uh, a, a, a gay ball player mm -hmm. uh, during, uh, during his time uh, and deserves uh, a lot more recognition for, uh, for what he did during his career. Burke was waiting on deck. He thrust his hand enthusiastically over his head to greet his friend at the plate. Baker, not knowing what to do, smacked it. Quote, his hand was up in the air and he was arching way back, said Baker. So I reached up and hit his hand. It seemed like the thing to do. Invented the high five. Yes. That is Dusty the origin Baker. story of the high five. I love the look on your here's face. He's like, look at that. That's right. everything, everything has an origin story. Everything needs to be invented. Dusty Baker helped invent the high five, along with Glenn Burke. I did not know that at all. Is that cool? And all I can think about is like, look at that. Who would have thought cool? me and you? Had to yeah. <laughs> look at us. Yeah, that's what all can I can think about. Can you believe it? That is so cool. And look, and again, if you're talking about the epitome of cool, his name is not only Dusty Baker, but his actual name is Johnny B. Baker. Yes, his middle name is B, period. And his first Johnny name B. is Baker. just Johnny? Johnny, Not yes. Jonathan? J-O-H-N-N-I-E. 
Johnny Baker got the nickname uh, Dusty from his mom because he used to always play around in the dirt. So Dusty, the guy that loves dirt, du- he Glad does. He ended up in baseball. Dirt and toothpicks. He lo- I love the toothpick <laughs> look uh, that he's got going on. Yeah, he's now the oldest manager, or he will be, in Game One of the World Series. It'll be seventy-three years old and one hundred and thirty-five days, surpassing Jack McKeon, mm-hmm. who very much looked every year of his. 72 years old and 329 days back in 2003. Wow. Incidentally, now that I'm thinking about it, I did share an elevator once with Jack McKeon. I don't know where I was, but I remember going, oh, damn, Jack McKeon. That's cool. (laughs) This is cool. Maybe it was in D.C. It might have been in Washington, D.C. Okay. Uh, So he was still in the game at that time. Now in his mid-80s at that point. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. I don't I don't see Dusty Bacon necessarily as a guy in his 70s. You know what? I was watching him during that celebration and he he still seems very youthful to me. He was right? he was cracking me up. Like I'm not going to lie. He looked like he was having so much fun. Yeah, he's he is now a uh, a no doubt Hall of Famer. I think he was a guy that was on the cusp before this. Um, mm-hmm. but now he's got over 2000 wins, which is ninth most all time. He was outside the top 15 before that point in a, in a range in which you go, eh, maybe you can make the case. Maybe, maybe not. I think, I don't know. I think the hall of fame might even be a little bit light on hall of fame managers, uh, mm. just a little bit. So, uh, every manager with 2000 wins is in the hall of fame, except for Bruce Bochy, but that's because he just recently retired. And then even more recently, unretired, yeah. <laughs> uh, managing not only the Texas Rangers, but more importantly, Team France in the World Baseball Classic. Oui, oui. He was born in France. Yes. Um, he does not know much French, though. No. Have you ever met? Have you ever been around Bruce Bochy? I haven't. He has the largest head of anyone you'll ever see. Really? Yes. And you go, well, how would you know? Like going into meeting Bruce Bochy, you're going to look at him and go, okay, I've been told he has a big head. You don't need to be told he has a big head. You will just see him and, and almost kind of take a step back hmm. because his head is just gigantic. It's it's easily an eight and a quarter. Easily. Uh, I, I, you know what? Pictures and video of him, like, you know, seeing him on TV gigantic. has not done this justice. What did you just whisper? Gigantic. gigantic. He is gigantic. Gigantic. Noggin. Uh, postseason, this is his third World Series. Of course, he went... Back in 2002 with the Giants, uh, leading Barry Bonds. They, they, of course, lost to Bud Black in the Angels. Oh. Yes, uh, his pitching coach on that team. Uh, 2021, uh, when the Astros won their first one. 12 postseason appearances in his 25 years. That's nearly half. Uh, over 500 in uh, in 12 of those seasons. And you're talking about Dusty Baker again, right? Still Dusty B. Okay. Thanks for bringing us back around. I appreciate yes. that. Yes. I do, I, I do find that to be uh, a problem sometimes on a podcast. You go, wait, who are you talking about? And you got to rewind. Thank you. Yes, we're yes. still talking about Johnny B. Baker. Because we started talking about Bruce Bochy. And his resume. And we're back to Dusty Baker now. We are. That's right. Yeah. See, actually, 16 of his 25 seasons were over 500. And 12 of his 25 years, 90 wins or more. Wow. Most wins he's ever had in a season. This year, 106 with Houston. Ooh. The previous, 103 with the 1993 uh, San Francisco Giants. And they didn't make the postseason because there was no wild card. That's one of the reasons why we added the wild card. Because you go, 103? You don't make the postseason? We, uh, maybe we can do something about this. Uh, and eventually yeah. they did. And maybe the kind of the biggest thing here now, I think they helped restore a little sense of uh, normalcy to Houston and this organization that, um, I'm not going to say it had been run through the gutter. They, uh, they behaved as if they were in the gutter. <laughs> and they deserved uh, to be called a, a gutter-like team. And you know what? Uh, he, he's definitely brought some respectability back to them and kind of put that in the past on a good job managing the people. Managers now don't really manage games quite as much. It's more of the front office. They talk about all these moves long before it happens. Mm-hmm. And you can't really manage from your gut as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're managing no, the there's players. There's no analytic for your gut. No, there is not. Um, I can't. Is, how would we even? if you take athletic greens, if, I think they need an athletic <laughs> greens for the analytic department. So maybe you can go with your gut. But. If but anyone's going to find a way to turn going with your gut into a stat, it would be you, Patrick. It, it could be. Thank you. I appreciate that. I yeah. feel like going with your gut is like weight loss. If you, lo- if you go with your gut and you lose 10 pounds, is that it was the right call? Because it got out of your gut. That's one way of looking at it. That, I think that should be the way we measure it. I think that <laughs> has to be like... 
Did I say cut his mic? Did I say that earlier? <laughs> it did, but unfortunate for you, I am in charge of this, Mike. He is it's true. In, it's actually Yahir running the show, and we're just along for the ride. I think you need to run the show at this point. Do here. we want? We, do you want to hear some gossip? Oh, you've got some. I got some gossip. Oh yeah, please dish. All right, please dish. Do we have the gossip graphic? I have not been able to find it. Ah, I've looked for a week and I no. cannot find it. Oh well, just picture us on a couch on a talk show. Oh wait. That's kind of what this looks like already. Oh, yeah. There We're you fine. Go. We're fine. Patrick, did you hear that Daddy Yankee is going to perform the national anthem in game one in Houston? Really? Um, no, I did not. So he is not a singer, per se. I mean, he's more, yeah, he's more like, he's like rap, kind of. Yeah. yeah. So that would be surprising. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that's a false rumor. You can't believe that. Like, you can't believe everything you read on Twitter about the economy and the World Series. Exactly. Um, yes, it's false. But wouldn't that be oh. hilarious for Houston to do after everyone like called yes. the Houston Astros the daddy of the Yankees? Not bad. I like that. Full circle. The, my, my brain's working. I'm like, I'd rather see, like, Raul uh, Alejandro sing the national anthem, Jay Cortez. You hear? Come on. Are these are these not good good singers? They are good singers. I don't know how good they'll be at the national anthem. Jay though. Cortez? Come on. I, they, it just wouldn't be we good. We don't know that Daddy Yankee can't sing the national anthem. We do know he can't sing in general. No, are we, I don't know. Like like maybe we haven't really heard him try. He's tried. Trust me. It's not a good idea. <laughs> that would be like Drake singing the national anthem. Where you go, he's got some R&B chops, but those it's more chopped liver than it is okay. lamb chops. Okay, wait. Hold on. Ethan asked such a great question. Ethan, you're back on my good side now. <laughs> would it be better or worse than Fergie's national anthem? It would actually be better. I could think, <laughs> yes. Uh, that was I think a, Daddy Yankee would do better. That was a rough national anthem, but I respect Fergie for trying something different. Unfortunately, it was it's quite different. Terrible. She's a singer. How? That's that's her wheelhouse. She thought she she thought she ate it too. Like <laughs> I also love everybody laughing at her in the locker rooms afterwards. I felt <laughs> no. so mad. I was like, no way. I'd rather no, see I'm Craig Biggio sing the national anthem at this point. But I, Daddy Yankee, that would be some good trolling. That would be good. That would be some excellent. They should have done that for the ALCS. Trolling. ALCS is when they should have busted that one out. That would have been good. That would have been good. I think but. you should sing the Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Yeah, the there seventh you go. Inning. Oh, I think that'd be better, but just wrap be it the whole way. You know what? Oh, yes. All right, Daddy Yankee, I know you watch this podcast. <laughs> What's up? So just reach out to who you need to reach out to. It's his retirement tour. He can get it done. It's his <laughs> retirement. He can have one last show just for everybody. Daddy Yankee, by the way, con calme. That's my jam. I, I do enjoy some con calme. Nice. All right. Here's a rumor. Cool. Aaron Judge has only been referring to the Yankees in interviews in the past tense. Whoa. Is well, it's a rumor or an observation. It's a rumor <laughs> of very clear black and white you can prove past tense versus present. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, I'm going to say he's been coached up more than enough to make it clear like, you know, I'm I'm out there to really really poke at the Yankees to be like I I'm I'm gone. Like I'm not yes, he's technically still a Yankee cuz until the until the World Series is over, mm -hmm. free agency hasn't started. So the Yankees are the only team right now that can even like correspond with him in any way. All the other teams have to wait. They have to wait. So he, I think, would be very wise to refer to them in the past tense. Yeah. Yanked. The New York yanked as past tense Ooh. of Yankees. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, he primarily has been referring to wow. the Yankees in the past tense. Interesting. I so, had not seen that. Yeah. And in... Um, very strategic. A, he was interviewed after, you know, this this past ALCS and he goes, it was a special time and I just kick myself for not bringing home that championship for them. No, he didn't see yes, them. He did. He said them. Okay. Well, I think I had heard that quote, but I did not pick that out. Them. Very. See, that's why you need to be a linguist. Mm -hmm. It helps to kind of pick that up, whether it's Dick Monfort's letter to season ticket holders <laughs> or Aaron Judge's uh, postseason post hyphen season uh, interviews. That's, that's a good observation there. Mm, them. Thank you. Them. Not us. Them. They. Um, <laughs> did you hear that the bull operator at Xfinity Live was told to keep the bull at five miles per hour for Kyle Schwarber? Uh, 
Yeah, I would think, no offense to the guy who your job is you operate the bull at Xfinity Live in Philadelphia, but I'm thinking you probably need to be told a lot of things by your supervisor on a daily basis that are should be pretty obvious <laughs> to know like, oh, okay, we've got, you know, a, a hundred, uh, actually, no, I think he's only making $80 million or $79 million on his deal with the Phillies. Uh, keep it really low. But you know what? Sometimes you need to blatantly tell somebody that. So I'm going to say uh, that that's that gossip has got to be legit. You know what? It's a, this is straight up gossip because this was oh. straight from Twitter. Someone replying to a post on that. But apparently someone said in some comment section that the bull operator was told to keep it at five miles per hour. So when I say this is gossip, this is actual legitimate gossip. But I feel like there's some there's got to be truth to it. I think I think we need a meme. You know, you get the one of like the astronaut with the two buttons and he's sweating. Okay, which one do I push? There needs to be one of the astronaut with like three like knobs and uh, the knob on the left for low is like post post celebration for a Philadelphia team winning a <laughs> winning an important contest. The middle is like, okay, Thursday night for a, a frat party or a sorority party. And then all the way up is any opposing player. Or anyone in Giants gear, a New York Giants gear, oh or, or anyone wearing a Boston Celtics jersey. That's where you crank it up. up. Yeah, you crank that one up, and that's the one where you need Travis legal offices because someone's <laughs> getting bucked off of the protective padding. You're going like over the railing. That Those are the three knobs. Somebody, you can work on that. Feel free. That, that deserves a graphic for sure. That was pretty good. That was good. All right, I got one more piece of gossip. Did you hear that the Phillies want to give Bryce Harper more money? Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, no, but I, I feel like that makes sense. I, I feel like he signed a deal originally that he took more years to get more money, but annually uh, he, he was getting less. Uh, sure, why not? I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. You know what? Um, not sure if they would officially, <laughs> but Philly's owner, John Middleton, said to Bryce Harper, apparently, I'm pretty sure I underpaid you. Wow, yeah. After After that... That very successful NLCS. Very true. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens uh, in like, I think he's got 10 more years left. On he does deal. have 10 more years. 10 more seasons. So we'll we'll see how he feels then. I will then. be in my 40s a when 30, Bryce Harper isn't a Philly anymore. A 39-year-old, 40-year-old Bryce Harper. We'll see what that looks like. But there's a DH now, so uh, that's a good thing. He's got that longevity. He does not have a no-trade clause. I think he gave that up so the Phillies could go ahead and and dump him if the times that that's what's so crazy about sports is right here we're talking about Bryce Harper and and the bank being his house and Philly being his city right mm -hmm. now yeah. and yet flash forward 5 years who knows what happens life is what happens when you're busy making plans we could be on this set talking about how the Phillies need to trade Bryce Harper or how Bryce Harper needs to go somewhere else at this point in his career and how the two just need to get away from each other. You never know. That's sports. You never know, but you got to keep this. You got to keep these uh, bad vibes to yourself right now. And you never know in five years from now, we're talking about the Colorado Rockies playing meaningful baseball <laughs> in October. They got knocked out of the wild card round. But you know what? They still made it. See, even in, even in fake scenarios in the future, I'm trying to be positive. A realistic fake scenario. I'm like, oh no, they got, I really they got knocked thought, out. I really thought you were going to say five years from now, we're going to talk about Colorado playing on the moon baseball. And I'm like, that's more believable <laughs> than men in, them in the World Series at this point. That could, that could be happening. We've got comments about uh, the ownership group selling the team. We don't want them to be re relocated on the moon. Um, but uh, ownership is, is a different thing for, for yeah. some fans. So we understand that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. No, the Rockies, the Rockies, will they make the postseason in the next five years? Yeah. I mean, f in four or five years, I think it could happen maybe before that. If you said six, I would be like 100 percent. I'm 100 percent positive in the next six years. They will make at least one postseason. That's not really going out on a limb very much. I mean, maybe it is for some people. Some people would be surprised like that. I'm that confident. I think that's a little bit of a limb, but. OK, yeah. In the next six years, folks. The Colorado Rockies will be in the postseason. Keep in mind, six years from now is 2028. So that could happen. Yes, that could happen. Okay. With a bunch of players who haven't even been drafted yet <laughs> or uh, they're 16 <laughs> years old right now and they're signed to international deals. No, I again, with six postseason 
opportunities there. You know, you don't have to win the the division. You don't even have to be second in the division. Phillies proved that. Mm-hmm. They had 201 win teams uh, in Atlanta and the Mets, and yet the Phillies win the World Series. It's a tough division. It's a tough division. And West uh, is is obviously uh, also a, tough a tough division. Also a tough division. <laughs> also, anyone that doesn't have the word central in it is a tough division. Yep. Or AL West. It's an okay division. It's okay. But bottom line, I think in the next six years, um, the, the, the Rockies, I'm not too excited with their plan in general, but I think there's more than enough pieces to make up for maybe the lack of a, of a really solid plan in general. I think there's just enough talent there that they can get themselves back to the postseason within the next six years. All right. Let's hope you're right. So, Quick question. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Las Vegas just made it legal. They just sanctioned slap boxing. So that's like an actual sport now that you can go see in Vegas. Which what, what is that? So slap boxing is literally your boxing, hands open, and slapping each other. I and cannot wait to see how this ties into the Rockies. How does this tie into baseball it do- it or does. the World Series? It ties to both. <laughs> okay. So... Which two players, like which Astro players, would you want to face which Phillies player in a slap boxing match? Not bad. Right off the bat, Schwarber Altuve. Sorry, Schwarber's the obvious choice. He's I mean, paramedics, paramedics standing by, of course, in, in the Schwarber Altuve slap boxing matchup. I, I don't want. He w- I don't I want anything like- awful to happen to Altuve, but. That one slap's gonna hurt, man. He's such a small, compact man. He's very compact. <laughs> <laughs> he is, and then uh, in the other matchup, Fanatic and Orbit. Uh, <laughs> That's actually the correct. Match. That would be the. <laughs> Let's go! I got it. Thank I, you. I tweeted this morning. I'm like, what if the Philly Fanatic decapitates Orbit on live television? I'm speechless. I, I know. I I had some. I'm unhinged. Even the second I wake up. If you lose your head and there's still a head underneath there, were you decapitated? That's what we're gonna be talking about tomorrow on the DNVR Rockies <laughs> podcast. No, we are not. But we will have Justin Wick on. Uh, 10 a.m. A little bit earlier than normal. You, you guys are going at 10 a.m. My man is down there uh, in the Arizona Fall League. He's got mm-hmm. a game okay. going on, but he's gonna give us the lowdown on Zach Veen. Uh, warming Bernabel, all the guys down there in the Arizona Fall League. So uh, he's there watching them live, uh, mixing it up with them. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be great getting his take on that in the World Series. That. So we'll be there uh, tomorrow at 10. But then 11 o'clock again, our normal time on Thursday. Susie's show on Friday. We're going at 5 o'clock and... Yeah, right before, World right before Series game one. Show. So I, th- I've been talking about how I'm going to have an unauthorized game watch party here at the DNVR bar. Oh, I like after that. After the show. A t- keyword, unauthorized. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to get a television even devoted to that. Nuggets and Avs both play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nuggets are, are, Avs I think are a little bit earlier. I think they're like maybe five o'clock. But, but um, they, yeah, they abs both are five play Friday. O'clock. Abs are five o'clock. I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to that that corner where there's like a couple of TVs and like yeah. the couch. I'm gonna try to steal that spot. We can just get like an iPad and just really make it nice and cozy. <laughs> really, hey guys, squeeze in, squeeze in on our Come iPad. On guys. No, that, that would be hilarious. But no, I'm gonna try to get it. We have enough TVs in here. We have plenty of so. TVs. They can spare. I got a TV the other night watching the game. We might have to invite some friends upstairs, maybe even, to watch in the offices. I mean, if you, if you got to go that far. We'll, we'll kind of be like a... Unauthorized game watch party. That's it. <laughs> we, it li- doing some live tweeting uh, at DNVR underscore Rockies. Mm-hmm. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I might live tweet on Twitter. And you can find me at the Suzy Hunter on all platforms. And if you are a member, you could jump into the members only discord where everyone's going to be discussing the world series. We can go back and forth, do some trash talking and be a little bit happy that it's not the Dodgers, that it's not the Padres. And that maybe (laughs) just maybe the Phillies can do that thing and upset the Houston Astros. Still got a couple days until then. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what they say about momentum? What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow.